0: Hi this is Chris with Friends of Gators.
1: Today we're going to be talking about anxiety, plain and simple. Before we get to that episode I just wanted to mention that the about the first 12 minutes
0: of this episode um, have been lost due to some recording problems so if it kind of feels like we're jumping right into the conversation don't worry that's
1: just because we really are jumping right into the conversation. Nonetheless, we still have a great episode for you guys today, and I hope you enjoy it.
2: Hello, I am Masquerade, uh, and before we get started, I just wanted to go over a few things. Uh, starting next week, we are moving our uh, weekly show to 9 a.m. Wednesday, and I Uh, Make sure to click on the link tree and discord and the stream chat just so we could have people Join and interact with us and through the submissions form under the link tree You're able to send music requests questions and concerns that We try to address at the end of the stream starting next week. We will also try to implement some of the music recommendations That too
0: The um, Discord server, server. If you're on there, if you aren't, hop on there. Check us out. We're pretty fun. We're great people. I promise. So, just True. a little plug while we're in there. Okay.
2: So, I think we can go on to the next question from Yo. So, we'll go to that. I was gonna say, like, how do you like perceive yourself when you're experiencing anxiety? Because I feel like that's an important thing when it comes to anxiety, like. Just to know how you deal with it or understand what kind of anxiety you're going through. Like, how do you see yourself when you're experiencing it?
1: I say, like, um, I feel like I'm very tense, locked up. Yeah. My chest gets tight, and then, like, I feel like people are watching me. Um, I remember a very particular experience where I felt like that was happening the most. That wasn't a particularly good night, and that's when it kind of realized itself. And, like, um,. After that point, I realized that that's how things work for me is that I get really tight. I feel like I'm being watched in the spotlight because of mm-hmm. how it always was for me when I was like, um, like I was bullied as a child a lot and everybody was like kind of pointing at me and stuff, like kind of putting me as the outlier. And that's what kind of set up everything for basically the rest mm-hmm. of my life.
0: Trauma. We love yep. to hear it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah, I, I get that.
0: Um, I'm, oddly enough, I'm at, I'm like, it's like odd when I get anxious. When I get anxious, I get confident. And so it's like, like, I'm like, I can't do this. But I'm like, but bro, you have plans. But bro, you are honor student. But bro, you ha- are doing this. Bro, you're in these programs. Bro, you're a great daughter. Bro. And it's like all these good things that I'm like, dang, but I still can't do that though. But what if we fail? What if if we don't? But what if though? And it's kind of like that little voice. Like mostly, like my mind is like very much accepting of where I am and like academically. (laughs) What if you fail? Then what? Then you won't go on to do to go to med school. Then you won't be a doctor. Then you'll be a failure then you and it's like all of these and then my parents are chill people so i don't understand my friends are chill people so i don't understand like we're this, like oh no one will love you low-key and i'm like dang can we like not be depressing you know can we like be happy oh yeah and so, <laughs> like, and so that's, can... like it's weird i get very confident i'm like dang i'm gonna be i'm gonna do great things but only if this anxiety could you know kick rocks
1: exactly i feel you on the the, the uh, post-grad thing man that is like feeling oh like God. a failure if not you, you can't get in yeah i mean that's and no one's like no one's telling you you're a failure but it's exactly.
0: like exactly
1: but it's like the the, the the um what's it like the label being in grad or, or med school or law school is like yeah that solidifies me as a success, as a success and i have to get yeah. out and graduate so yeah
2: yeah job. setting up yeah. ourselves for higher standards and. Than- I mean, that I know we can possibly achieve is what causes us to have so much anxiety because we're not mm-hmm. reaching that level yet. That's a oh, cool. thing. Yeah, no, you're going. Go go I was going to say, that's just I... a thing just a lot of people have. That's all. Uh-huh.
0: So, um, this is like an add-on. How many of you guys were gifted children? Because I feel like that's a thing. Where a lot of like children that were like gifted, that were like, oh, you're in third grade, but you're reading at 11th grade level type stuff. They burn out, and I feel like that kind of stressed me out a bit. Like that kid that always like honor student, gifted students. Oh my god, I was never in gifted, but I was always in honors. But I was like treated like a gifted, a gifted kid. So everyone was always like, "Oh, but you're smart. You should be able to do this." And I feel like that, I feel like yeah. that kind of, that kind of like solid, that kind of um solidified it. I'm sorry, English ain't my first language, so sometimes I <laughs> I struggle. But that kind of solidified it a little bit more, and so I was always like, "Dang, I'm gifted. I'm smart. I'm sorry. Like this sounds so, this is toxic me. This is past toxic me, and we worked past this." But I was like, "I'm better than this. I'm better than them." And I was like, "Dang." So we're working on our anxiety, in other words. But it's it's a process.
1: Yeah. Um, fun fact on me: I actually passed the gifted test when my FCAT scores were too low to even get in. So. <laughs> The bless, that was kind of a blessing in disguise because I didn't want to get burnt out like that. I've heard that so many times where it's like gifted it gets makes you get so burnt out because like people are expecting so much from you, and it's just awful, man. Like I know so many people in <laughs> gifted now that aren't they're just like kind of just part of the pack these days in college, and I can only imagine what it's like for them to like start feeling like kind of what they don't want to feel. Like what they've been expected to do. That's been ingrained granted them, and now they're just like, oh, now I'm just like everybody else, man. Like, it doesn't feel
0: too good. I was the opposite. I had those Fcat scores, those FSA scores, but I took the gifted kid when I first got here. Not speaking a link English, of English, and it was an English test. And I still don't understand how they thought that was smart. But <laughs> they're like, oh, you're doing okay in classes. Oh, you're foreign? oh, of course we gotta put you in gifted. And I still remember. that. I was like, what the heck are you making me? A little skinny little thing not anymore, miss miss that skinny thing, but anyways, a little skinny little thing who is meek and can't speak a word of English barely, take a test to see if I understand English terms. And I was like, what the hell? And so I failed the gifted exam. But I, my FCAT scores were always high and so they were always like, Oh you should have been gifted, oh you should've done this and I was like, damn, oh if only you were a little bit smarter. Uh, like literally hmm. literally my third grade teacher told me that They're like if you only you a bit smarter and i was like damn and i still remember that to this day but i kind of like, <laughs> like for... who tells a kid that
2: um my ele- i don't know why you remember it true yeah it's just a very prominent thing to happen it sticks out for me like i didn't really uh i don't know if it's because my elementary school in itself was just honors but like I didn't really have a sense of honors until like 5th grade when I, I got recommended because of like my science score test to be taking 6th grade mm-hmm. science for some reason. That's the only thing my school, like, because I stayed in my elementary school till 6th grade, then I went to middle school for 7th and 8th grade. And in middle oh, school yeah. I did a pre-MYP IB program, and then high school I did the International Baccalaureate, or the IB program itself. So, I guess I've been in it the whole time. It it really burns you out. Like, I was... Yeah. Like, senioritis hit my group of classmates so hard oh during God. senior year. Oh, my God. So oh bad. God.
0: Me not in the class, <laughs> because I didn't feel like it. Not me, having, not me saying, oh, I could just always watch this lecture online. Wow. Senioritis was, was... I didn't think it was, like, a real thing until I saved And I was like, dang, we really just... As soon as that letter, as soon as, like, my sentences started rolling in, I was like, oh, thank you. And I just, gave I up. was like, I gave up. But my scores, Locked my up. grades were okay, because, like, most of the teachers were really chill. They're, they're And it was, like, COVID, so everyone was just like, whatever. As long as you do your work, we don't care where, what you do. And so it was kind of like, I was just chilling. I was going out to lunch with my friends. I was doing all these things that I wanted to do in high school, but I couldn't because I was always like. I have to pass. I have to like I have to make all these schools want me type thing, you know? Uh,
2: yeah. I get that. Senior yeah, year sure. is a stressful year. Like college applications, exams, projects, graduating. It's a it's a, quite a year.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for me it was junior year. Junior year was tough for no
2: reason. I agree with that one hundred percent. No, no <laughs> yeah, reason. Yeah, my, my junior year was I think my hardest year. I was, that's when I became depressed, and it, like rightfully so. Like AP, I, my high school was all about AP exams and stuff and IB. Oh my God. And junior, yes. year, I had so many AP classes. I had, I had physics two, AP physics two, seven thirty oh, no. in the morning every day. I did, no. I, I did not want to go to class. I hated that no. class no. so bad. No. I wanted that class and came out of it dead every day.
0: Oh my god, no. I had, um, thankfully though, I was a early college kid, um, basically dual enrollment kids Age in I high school. So, kid. yes, because I could not, I don't understand how IP kids and AP kids did it because they were like suffering like they were having bags like I didn't understand the concept of in their eyes until I saw Ivy kids those kids look like they haven't slept in a week and then, and there was, they were just like like you know how zombies walk in movies Yeah. that's how they walked up and down those stairs and one of them just stood on top of the stairs one day and I saw this person I did not know a thing about them and they just looked down and, like, they literally, they looked like they were ready to, like, fall down some stairs. And I was like, damn. And they just, yeah. like, and I just I just noticed that a few times. And I was like, wow. I don't.
2: know. And I, was like, <laughs> I was
0: like, don't do it. I was like, don't do it. And they're like, I'm not. But I was just wondering, if I do that and I end up in a hospital, do you think my mom would let me, like, quit? And I was like.
2: No. Yeah. That's... That sounds about <laughs> normal. Just because... Oh I I know that sleep deprivation was a heavy thing for like a lot of high school kids, but in IB, I just feel like it was just worse even, because, I mean, I always made this joke, like in my science classes, like there's a, in DNA, there's like a fundamental, like the ends of DNA strands, or not DNA, uh, I guess chromosomes are called telomeres, they basically shrink as you don't sleep a lot, and basically if they keep replicating and there's no your end point isn't long, like how it's supposed to be, yeah. it'll just yeah. die. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I guess we're all gonna die very soon. Like, basically, I summed up and said, oh, look at that, IB took out like five years of my lifespan. That's what it feels I like. Mean, yeah. nah. <laughs> and, and then. Y'all
0: should have done dual enrollments. <laughs> y'all should have done dual enrollments.
2: I did dual enrollment as well. Like, okay, uh, it wasn't. It, I like dual enrollment way more, it's so much more chill and chill. and you're getting direct credits you don't have to get like a dumb score or, like a dumb high score to get just have your college credits accepted yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah yeah I, we all I make mistakes and
0: I had a half schedule I, ha- I did do on my and I had a half schedule so I was just like I was just chilling like I failed I failed one of my classes junior year and so I couldn't take like a full course load senior year and oddly enough that was like the best thing like literally i have one class on campus one class on my high school campus then one college class and i just was done for the day so i just wandered around the city and i don't understand how my immigrant haitian mother let let me her daughter just go around the city like there was nothing to this day i don't understand how she did that she was just like go for it go and i was like the fuck is going on here but it was like that experience that kind of helped me, I guess. It helped me chill out, because as soon as I failed that class, like, I was like, dang, anxiety ain't helped no one. I was anxious about this class, and I still failed. So, just... Yeah, you know, it's not, like, it's not, like, harming, but it's also, like, I shouldn't just focus on, oh, my God. I had to pass this class, I the to pass this class, it like, caused my own anxiety increase because, nah, fam, chill, take a breather. Yeah, so it it a mess up mess up or... to make it to Yeah. Yeah.
1: It and it's important that you brought that up, that anxiety doesn't even help you. Because it's like, it used to help us in, like, I don't know, like, tens of thousands of, thousands of year, years ago, and like, when we were hunting and gathering, but the thing is, we progressed so far past that point that our brain has not had the time to even remotely understand kind of. what we're even doing now. Like, the brain is yeah. a very underrated organ, in my opinion in the sense that, like, it can make or break basically everything for you.
2: Yeah. It's just been...
0: Um, now, let's just let's take a, a little break. We're implementing this new segment where we're just gonna um have, like, a two or three minute break where um, our, de- our audience can use the bath and go get something to eat, just relax for a bit, and, yeah, so, break time. a very eventful break um thank you for those who are still with us thank you it's nice to it's um nice to hear from you guys um while we wait for more questions to come in is there any questions from us that um any questions that you guys could think of and retain this to this topic
1: um i'd say like my <clears throat> question would be basically what do you fear about anxiety like what like what make what 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 about anxiety makes you tick
2: it just feels like a it just feels like a period of time where i will not be effective with any of my work or effective with any i guess results i'm trying to produce from work like if i'm trying to work i know that i just won't be able to do anything that's what worries me because i'm like this is just a big waste of time i used to think about a lot more like existential questions when it came to anxiety but now for me it's just more like this is a waste of time i have to make sure i don't. Reach to this level where my brain is burning and I can't do anything. That's what it is for me.
0: Yeah. For me, it's that also, like the fact that it's just wasteful. Like, why would I. Who wants to spend time being anxious? Like, no one wants that. There's that. Plus, also, Um, I like being in control until, like, during. Whenever I'm anxious, I don't feel like I'm in control, if that makes sense. Like, I'm like, right. the is controlling me. I just follow along to what it says. And so I don't like that feeling. I don't like having to think and be like oh my god oh my god this then that this the third and it has like and whenever I'm like in a normal state I would never think these thoughts I would never like I wouldn't be this anxious I guess but yeah whenever I'm (laughs) that sounds like a weird thing to say but whenever when I'm anxious I have anxiety and when I don't have anxiety I'm not anxious I don't like that's like the definition of anxiety but you know
1: why does it feel weird to say that
0: I don't I don't know. It's just like anxiety means you're anxious, doesn't it? Like there's yeah. also that like people argue mm-hmm. about the definition of what exactly anxiety is. For me, anxiety is like a feeling of anxiousness, of helplessness. So like, that's what it is, anxiety is to me. So whenever I'm anxious, I'm like, Oh my God, this is going to lead to anxiety. It's like, I get nervous. Then I get anxious. Then I get like, I guess anxiety. I feel anxiety, I guess. I get stress. No, i and nervous. I get stressed, then nervous, then anxious, then anxiety, and so like I know the steps, and so whenever I'm like, we need to calm down before we reach that final stage, I guess.
1: Yeah, and the thing is like you're ex- absolutely right. It's not really weird at all. It's actually quite normal what you just said, um, because anxiety is like worrying about the future and stuff, and you basically go through all of those stages. You get stressed, and then you think more, and you get nervous, and think more. The problem is, the smarter you are, the more anxious you'll get. Like, think about it, like you're like you're in STEM right and you've been gifted and um you're you're an honor student right
0: yeah and you're probably
1: really really anxious about school
0: yeah that's
1: probably because you're really really freaking smart and that's a unfortunately that's a problem um sometimes always when (laughs) like I and I are just like stupider so I don't have to feel anxious all the time you know like Yeah.
0: yeah yeah I wish I had, like, wanting... more simpler thoughts.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And you mentioned wanting to have control, and that's a really interesting thing because that's, like, kind of the main aspect is, like, the main the main part of anxiety is the fact that you're losing control. And the number yeah. one thing we want as humans to have is control over our lives, or else we'll, like, die.
0: <laughs> true. Literally and metaphorically, yeah. That's true. But, yeah. And then lately, I've been taking, like, health oriented classes, and so, like, now I'm learning about all these weird things that can happen to the human body, and I just realized, dang, our brains make us anxious, which make us mad at it, but, like, our brains do a lot of things. Like, that anxiety could help you, like, when you're drowning in water or something. Like, I didn't realize those, like, anxiety is, uh, I don't want to curse, anxiety is something special. It's very special.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Really, flight and flight a uh, fight or flight response is a very big thing with anxiety. It's literally the whole reason why we all freak out when we have anxiety we we kind of shut down,
1: yeah, that's funny because our brain is supposed to do that like feeling anxious is not like a misfire or like a malfunction. It's just supposed to do that. like when you feel anxious, you're completely right in feeling anxious because that's what we've adapted to do over so many years, yeah, and like taking, let's say, like, you're studying for an exam.
0: For us, it's like, you're anxious, you're stressed, something, might be ha- something must be happening, let me help you survive. And so it's kind of like that. And whenever I realize that, I'm like, okay, so it's just like, I can't curse my brain because it's not my brain's fault, it's my fault. Do you find it weird that we separate, like, our brain from us? Yes,
1: that's, like, the weirdest part. It's like, that when you get to that point, you realize that your thoughts and, your like, your conscious thoughts and your subconscious thoughts are separated that's when you realize like something's up here like there's
0: yeah i was yeah like i mean my brain is me i'm like my brain is the one talking like i don't understand why it's like it's two separate entities but they're not
1: but they're not exactly because yeah you are, you are battling this is my i don't even know if this is true honestly but this is what i feel so like you're battling with the things that people have told you to help you and then you're battling with the things that your brain has learned to do over like thousand yeah years, which is like yeah. telling you like you can't do this this is too hard what are you gonna do We're gonna fail we're not gonna, yo we're not gonna make it we're gonna die and then like your friends and your family have told you no you got this you're smart look at all the yeah. great you got in the great grades and things like that yeah. and then like that one grade that you didn't really want to get and like oh my god yeah. oh, I want oh, this one
0: Jesus. stay focused on it stay focused on that grade yeah, yeah Ooh, like i hate the, it
1: the only point of evidence that you have that's like oh maybe i can fail look at this this has happened before yeah this is gonna happen like your brain is really good at picking out things that it wants to see. it's very very selective but unlike the worst way possible
0: Mm -hmm.
2: i guess that inherently makes most people or i guess at least us three here like perfectionists in a way because uh i mean we don't like i don't i don't like to consider myself that but like the fact that i can i will get I will focus more on the one thing that I messed up versus the many, like, things that someone else will tell me you did good on. I don't know, for me, I just, I don't believe anyone when they say, like, oh, you're doing really well. It's hard for me to accept it. Like, when someone compliments me, this is probably just a personal thing of me, but I just, I don't know, I don't really believe it, but I'll accept it. It's just weird, because I'm just, it's just years of, like, stress and anxiety has made me feel so... Awkward when it comes to receiving compliments or hearing good news about myself So I'm just kind of like downplaying it a lot of the time just like oh, thanks, but like I feel nothing
1: (laughs) Yeah, like my question is like why is that like why Has that stress and anxiety made you feel like kind of numb to compliments
2: I think it's because of just like A lot of things happening over the course of my life I mean for me it was just after junior year when I realized like I was depressed with a lot of things like grades, like, because uh, of stress from classes, feeling like I didn't, like, talk to any of my friends or anything like that. I just felt isolated. And, uh, it kind of wore on my, like, mentality for a while to the point where I'm just like, yeah, I don't know if I'm doing anything right anymore. Even though I, like, I have had people tell me that I'm doing things the correct way, it just doesn't feel like it. Because years of, like, being isolated or mentally isolating one one's own self is hard to break yeah. out it takes some time yeah yeah
0: the weird thing is for me um i my friends are amazing before i start this my friends are amazing they're wonderful people i love you shout out to them um but they're so gosh darn positive does that make sense yeah they're so yeah. positive that's very not it for me like they're always like you'll do better Oh come on it's okay and I'm like I know that but I don't need you to be like I want you to be realistic not optimistic yeah like they're so bright and so nice and I'm like I can't tell you that you say oh you'll do better in class when I have a F in it is like don't tell me that be like get your butt in that class and go study I want you to tell me that and so they're very nice people but they're so nice so sometimes I'm like I don't want to tell you why I'm anxious you know I'm anxious but I don't want to be like I'm anxious because of this because I'm scared, like, they'll judge me and be like, dang, that's what you're anxious about. You got this. Why are you so stressed? Because I know I got this. I just, I want you to be realistic. Stop being optimistic. Stop trying to make me feel better. I want you to tell me, I want you to break my heart. That's what you gotta, you gotta do. You gotta break my heart for me to, like, for me to, like, calm down. Break my heart, you know?
1: You want them to feel like I understand what you're saying?
0: I mean, in a sense. But, like, it's not that. It's just sometimes I just, I just want them to, like, like not go cool around the subject you
1: know yeah right, yeah I, I, that's what i meant like kind of focus on it like oh this is what's happening like like let's talk about that right like why like what's going on in this class you know like instead of just like yeah no, you got this like you're all good i remember i got that a, a million times it's like but i still feel like crap afterwards like what's going yeah. on yeah
2: it's better hearing like from a good friend of like a realistic outtake like oh um like we should do this next time. If, like for example, if you did like bad an exam, yeah. Versus yeah. like, oh, you'll be fine next time, or s- something like like that. Like it, that's yeah. that doesn't really help anything. And for yeah. someone like me, I, 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 all and us, I feel like we just want someone that doesn't really, that kind of gets us and tries to tell us things that are that aren't just superficial sounding like that. Yeah,
0: I yeah. feel like I feel like this is the thing I've been noticing a lot. Like we want people to keep it real with us we want people to be honest we want people to like not sugarcoat things but like we're afraid to do that to other people like we're afraid like oh what if I hurt their feelings but you yourself know that whenever you're like just chilling and you don't like tell the full truth or you don't say how you feel or say what your thoughts are on the subject I agree. you feel hurt you're like dang I wish somebody could keep it real with me Yeah. but why can't you do that with other people you know yeah. so it's kind of like a paradox it's kind of yeah. a paradox and so if I, I do that then that must be other people do it because like this is not like I was at a funeral the other day, RIP, of course. But I was at a funeral. And so everyone was always and the the person who died was horrible. Oh my god. Horrible person. Oh, Everyone's like, Oh, he's in a bet it was like it was like, I hope he's in a better place now. Oh, that's so sad. When everyone is like, Damn, I feel bad that he's dead but I mean you know
2: That life insurance
0: payout—he did more for you dead than alive.
2: That
0: was morbid, but like they were horrible people. Like it was—he was a horrible person. But anyways, I was like, I just felt like I wanted to say that, and so I didn't say anything because you know. The lady goes up and she's like, "Thank you for all y'all who told me all this, um, told me, gave me well wishes." And I'm kind of glad that he's dead. And I was just like, damn. That's why I want somebody to I just want somebody to tell me the truth. And she was like, I wanted y'all to come out here and like you know enjoy this celebration, I guess. But y'all don't want to keep it real for me. And I was like, wow, people actually do
2: that. I feel like yeah. when I tell someone like the harsh truth or something, I always feel like like I'm, I don't mean it in a bad way, but it makes me feel yeah. like I'm being the asshole mean. here. Yeah. So mean that's why that. I don't say it. Every time I yeah. say it, I feel like my, like I feel kind of embarrassed and like i'm burning myself just trying to help them out because yes. i'm like uh yes. i don't know if i should say this but um i should and i do say it, and it does make me look bad but then you have to just remind yeah. them like hey i don't mean any bad things about it i yeah. guess it's the best we can do because i don't know how other people just kind of there's a difference between there's three different takes from what i've seen so far like there's people who will just sugarcoat things and not really help you with what you're trying to do there's people that will tell you the realistic outtake and the options that you have. And those are the real friends that you want. And then there's people who just will roast your existence for no reason. They're just they just, yeah, just no. carefree to do that. They're very carefree and able to do that kind of stuff. And that's fine. Yeah. Some people are like that. But we just have to not be either extreme. Just be a good middle balance.
0: Yeah, yeah. and finding that middle, middle balance is hard. But when you find it, oh my god, it's so nice.
2: Yeah, life is simple and smooth. Yeah. The thing is
1: like the middle is rare but it's supposed to be rare. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the that's best part. Like what what I think is like I'm not supposed to, like you're not really supposed to have like that many people in your life. Like good like five or six is good. And that's usually we're gonna find a middle ground. So like going back to the uh keeping it real with people, like I feel like there well there's two things. I feel there is a way to do it without like you know, like being completely harsh and like kind of just dist- like destroying them, and the feeling is completely valid because, like, I figured out like it's because we don't want them to leave us, yeah, yeah. And like, yeah, thought like there's a chance that they might leave if I tell them this, but it's gonna be okay, like, we're gonna be alright, you know what I mean,
2: yeah, yeah. So it's
1: like, and then the, the kind of the more like, um, what's it called, like, the more granite, the more grounded thoughts start to come in where it's like, yeah, they most likely won't leave if I tell them this, and if they have a problem with they something, they're gonna bring it up because, yeah. like, they're our friends, you know, like, we yeah. should definitely trust them, right? Just yeah. so like, yeah. inadvertently, like, kind of, if you don't tell them the real truth, it's, like, you're kind of, like, it, it's a really weird way of saying, like, you don't trust them, but it, it's not that, yeah. it's kind of like that at the same time. So it's, yeah. like, I'd say, like, definitely tell them the truth regardless. I'm trying to figure out a way and, like, because w- what I did is I kind of cancel out the noise in my mind, just tell them, hey, this is what's going on, um, it's going to be okay, but let's figure this out and we can work on it together and that's usually what I like to do with my friends and kind of just delve into things and like figure out solutions and things like that and in, in a way it's like keeping it real with them but like they don't get like super nervous or afraid and like they just leave and then they start like the worst thing that we fear is associating like fear and like um, being afraid with like you <laughs> like you're the scary yeah. one now. yeah <laughs> I
0: feel that. so we have our first question from our lovely um captain of oh, captain um chris um, he asked, how do you deal with anxiety from friends and family, and how do you avoid it from triggering your anxiety? Oh, that's a good question. That's a very good question.
2: hmm Uh, <laughs> I'll let you guys go I first in this
1: one. It. I'll go first. Um, yeah. I actually don't have an answer to this question yet, and that's really, that's kind of how hard, like, that's how, kind of how hard it is to deal with, like, family and stuff. Friends are kind yeah. of just, like, let it go and yeah. I kind of just bring it up to them, but, like, family is a little different, and it depends on yeah. who you are and what what kind of relationship you have with your family. So, like, yeah. for me, I'm, like, kind of the outcast in my family, in a way. Like, I was always very quiet around them. I didn't really like them that much. Um, <laughs> like, it's not that I didn't like them. I just never got along with them. Like, I love my family, yeah, but I just yeah. never got along with them in a way. Like, we just yeah. kind of did, like, let's say like you're, you're a, like, a table of people you just don't really mess with them that well. Like, that's kind of how it is. Except for, like, my Aww. cousin. That's about it. Yeah, like, they weren't <laughs> They weren't the greatest with me um they always treat me like like a weird kid like how i was in school they treat me like at home so i was like man Dang. yeah i don't know how i'm supposed to relate to y'all like except for my <laughs> uncle shout out my uncle by the way he, uh, not only an amazing person but an amazing fisher so like <laughs> yeah uh, i love going well that's like one of the only kind of adult figures in my family that i can like kind of open up to more without feeling stressed
0: Dang.
1: and in terms of anxiety it's like first off it's good to figure out like what about them makes you anxious like what what particular events put that in your mind and then second it's just like kind of go for it in a sense like if you need to open up them just like go for it because there's two things that happen with anxiety right mm-hmm. either you go for it it's gonna feel really bad but you do it anyway or you're not gonna do it and it's just like it gets worse right? so like either yeah. way anxiety is gonna suck <laughs> like that's just how yeah. it is so like what's the better option to take here and after that you slowly start building progress to like getting more habituated to opening up to your family because that's like a particular psychological principle is that over time you do start something more and more you habituate to it and you get used to it. So, and the first step is like the first thousand steps. Right, that, that's the hardest part is actually doing it for the first time. And like sometimes your family, cause they're like old, so they don't know what things in your mind really mean. So it's like, they don't really. It's it's harder now because you're dealing with more than one person. It's not just yourself. It's potentially someone that doesn't know how like this thing works, and they'll like kind of berate you for it if they're like, "Why are you anxious? What that that does? That's not real. That's not. What are you talking about?"
2: Yep, I have. I've had to talk to a lot of my friends and my own family, like, about that stuff. My family. I'm a very traditional like kind of family. They don't. Like they literally don't think mental illness is a real thing. So, oh, no. when I'm when talking to them about that, it's just, like, really weird. It's like, oh, well, I mean, I mean I've mean, i learned from an early age that they don't get it. And then they ask what's wrong, and you really can't explain to them because they think you're just being bizarre. I mean, it is bizarre. You shouldn't be feeling this way in the first place. But at the same time, it's also normal because yeah. we're not, I mean, we're not technically full-grown adults yet. Or we're still yeah. in college. We're kids in a way, yeah. but yeah just how it is that's why i don't really like talk to my family about it at least for me i, have like a, I was cool i was always cool with my family until like senior year that's when i started to like kind of go against all their ideas and wishes and expectations because i was like yeah i'm not about this anymore this isn't how i'm supposed to be living i need to be yeah. my own person not be who they want me to be i mean grant like i'm not giving up in college like my mom thinks i am i'm not i'm still tr- trying to like do well i just needed a semester yeah. off to take m- take care of my yeah. own mental health which is something yeah. they still don't understand but uh, whatever and
0: that's completely valid that's completely so, valid exactly
1: yeah. like completely valid like the thing is like you um doing anything with your parents is like completely valid because they're the at the end of the day they're the adults and like they had so much control over how you feel about things yeah it's like, what what you like even opening up to them or right not? Like you. What
2: happened?
1: Right, that's what you need to do.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, oddly enough, I am the complete opposite of both of you. Uh, my family are traditional, and one of those like they're traditional, but not like we don't believe in mental health type type of tradition. Like my mom is like some people like she says it weird. She thinks about mental health will, weirdly, but she at least kn- acknowledges that it's valid, you know? Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, you have to be careful with these people now, these children nowadays. You know, they're a little bit more sensitive. And I was like, dang, uh... you have to say? She's like, they're hmm. a little bit more sensitive, but I mean, and I'm like, her heart's in the right place, but she just says it so weirdly to me. Anyway, But anyways, so back, so anyways, so that's just like my um, platform before I get started on this my mother my mother we're, we're immigrants so everyone like growing up there's like this stigma about immigrants uh, about immigrant parents and they're like they want their kids to be doctors engineers or lawyers and those are and those are the only three careers that exist to them but my parents didn't get to flying flips like they were just like as long as you get a degree and you go to college and you like graduate and you make money and you don't have to ask me for $20 for gas I don't care what you do And so, like, it was, like, two different things. And so everyone I met was, like, oh, I bet your parents want you to be a doctor. Oh, I want you, I think, I bet your parents want you to go to law school. I bet you." and so, like, my, and because my parents were never like that, that caused me to be anxious. Because I'm, like, was I not good enough? Do you think I'm not good enough to get into med school? Do you think I'm not good enough to be a lawyer? Do you think I'm not good enough? And they never, they don't, they were just, like, do whatever makes you happy. Yeah. And so now, and so now I'm, like, I have this stress, that like a lot of people usually associate with their parents that have nothing to do with my parents so I can't be like oh my parents told me to be a, a doctor cause they didn't they were just like if you want to be a doctor go for it and so now I want to be a doctor of course that's like one of my plans I would love to do that but like now that I'm older I remember all the times I was like I'm gonna be a doctor and ain't nothing gonna stop me I'm gonna be a doctor I don't care what like that like conviction
2: right yeah. DK you there?
0: I'm oh, can you hear me?
2: Yeah, yeah, you just yeah. cut out for a second.
0: Oh, okay. But yeah, so my parents are telling all these all the um these people and they're like, What's your daughter doing? They're like, Oh, she's in school to be a doctor. Oh, but only if she sticks with it. And so uh-huh. now it's kinda like, I gotta stick with it. I, of course I wanna be a doctor, I love it, but still like now I can't like there's no second option in this. Like like my parents would be totally fine if I'm like one day I'm like, I don't wanna be a doctor anymore. But I've said it for so long, you know, that if one, if one day I woke up and I'm like, dang, I can't be a doctor anymore. I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do? And so that caused me anxiety, but like not my family. My family doesn't cause me anxiety about these things. But I put I put like anxiety that would be associated with like typical with like your family onto myself. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: And then oddly enough, like the only thing that makes me anxiety, anxious is my parents. Oh my God, bless their heart. They're wonderful people but they have this thing when they're angry, they don't talk, you know? Ooh. Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> and it's like, my mom mom's like, mom's like, I don't wanna say something that hurts your feelings. And I'm like, bro, but you're, and so I get anxious and I'm like, can you talk? Can you please say something? And like, it makes me anxious. I'm like, please stop. And like, I wanna cry. And my mom doesn't do it to hurt me. She's like, I'd rather just stay quiet than hurt your feelings, you know? Cause that's like, she's like, it's the best of two evils. But at the same time, it's kinda like, that's what makes, that's the only thing that makes me anxious. I hate the silent treatment. Oh my God! And my it's parents haven't done that, evil. huh?
1: It's the worst of two evils, really. If they keep quiet.
2: Yeah. yeah,
0: but I, yeah, and I mean, it's it's good, but like now I have like anxiety about if somebody's like too quiet. So like if somebody's too quiet, I'm like, what's wrong? Do you, do you find me offensive? Do you not like me anymore? Like, what's going on? Do you not want to yeah. be friends anymore?
1: <laughs> and like, I think. Mm. Oh no, you can go ahead. No, go ahead. Um, with my mom, I actually should have mentioned this earlier, like, she's kind of like that in terms of, like, careers and stuff. And now she's a lot more, like, open and understanding about how things work. But now it's up to me to be more open with her. She's, she's like, like, she still has, like, the things, and it's really scary to do it. But, like, I remember I opened up to her, like, the night, because she kind of, like, forced me to about grad school. I'll (laughs) tell you, I was freaking terrified, man. I was like, oh, no. Cause, like, I'm not going right now. And, like, the whole plan was, like, like, like high school to go to UF for two years and then go to grad school I it was like, Yeah, let's go. Yeah. Right, completely I- yeah. idealized. All that stuff. And then it's like Yeah. Um I'm not doing that anymore. First off, I'm here for three years, not not two. And also I want yeah. to take a year off and do an internship before I even think about going to grad school. And she's like
0: Yeah.
1: She's like, that's okay. That's your life. <laughs> and it's like a doing? relief, but it's kind of like what the hell?
0: Kind of oh, yeah, relief, like, but it's like, like what the hell? Who are you? <laughs> Like, what's going
1: on? <laughs> like, what happened to all the screaming and the... Sh- I was like, first, I was, like, relieved. That was the first... Yeah. Thing. And then I was confused afterwards. I hung up the call. Exactly. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> like, am I okay? Like, this is not how I expected it to go.
0: You're totally fine. You're chill. You have nothing... No idea about this. I was like, what the... <laughs> yeah.
2: But...
0: Bless but, like, my friends... I always have some of my friends and I always have to say bless their heart and like shout out to them because I always feel like I'm dragging them and they're not, they're wonderful people. And I just like to say, thank you for all y'all do for me. But like, I'm not a very social, I'm okay. I'm social when I have to be and I'm not most of the time. And so like, I can go a long time without talking to them and I'm completely fine because like as a kid, like I never got to hang out with people. Like, my like I was like the, um, Hey, I'm Haitian. So we had this thing, like school, church, and then and home. Those are only three bits you're allowed to go basically, right? Mm-hmm. And so, like, I could never go out with my friends, and so I never wrote them because every time I text them, they're always like, oh, we should hang out sometime. And so, so it's always like, dang, but I can't go, you know? And so I had to, like, come up with all these elaborate stories as a kid, and so now I have that anxiety that, like, somebody will figure out, oh, she doesn't want to hang out with me. Oh, she doesn't ever want to see me. And so, like, I, it's not like I don't want to, it's just I'm not used to it. I guess and so like that's one of my anxieties I guess right um we have another question um do you feel like do you feel that your anxiety has mainly helped or hindered you and to add on how has that changed throughout your life that is a wonderful question thank you
1: (laughs) Hmm. so uh who wants to go first The... Right, I'll go first Yeah, sure. um how is it so has it hindered me or helped me more I'd say definitely hindered me because like it only goes so far as to, like oh anxiety to study for an exam and that's really about it like everything else is just terrible because like for me my anxiety has been like limiting right so like there's I've noticed anecdotally in my life there's two forms of anxiety right that people have in social situations in particular they have, ad- they have like kind of adverse and then there's like kind of I don't know what the word is. There's a word for it, but I learned when I learned about health anxiety, it's like it's adverse and there's like kind of going for it, like doing more than expected or doing more than needed. And I'm definitely the adverse, where I kind of just like shut off and go away, and like that's kind of helped me out in high. That helped, that helped me out in high school, um, compared to like the like non-adverse kids, like they're like doing all this kind of stuff, like putting on shows or whatever. People like them, and I was just like chilling in the back, like yeah, none of y'all like me, and I'm not gonna do anything to convince that you do. So like that got me really far um so it's like it definitely hindered me because it's it limited the kinds of memories i could have made with my friends if i had just like um wasn't anxious in the first place like if i didn't learn how to be anxious then i think it would have like helped me become more comfortable with like talking to them and doing things like we're still all cool now like, if i talk to them now i'll be the same but, like, yeah. it's kind of that idea that you miss out on certain things because of what your brain was supposed to do. And it's like, yeah. like, that's crazy. And there's a yeah. myriad of other things that happen with me. Like, for example, like, I remember I almost didn't graduate high school because I was too anxious to take, like, Spanish 2 or whatever. Like, oh, I, I, wow. It, 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 there's so many things. There's so many things. And it's like, I, I failed the club. You know what the club is, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay, yeah, I failed the Spanish club because I didn't want to take Spanish 2 because I thought I would have no time. I was the only person in my school to fail it, by the way. Let's go. Um, oh.
0: <laughs>
1: that was I'm not sorry, I shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't but, laugh. No, no, that's fine. That's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> um, my friends were always super supportive of me. And I was, like, they, I remember, like, my counselor got mad at me. Like, he yelled at me. He's like, what are you doing? You, you can't, like, you're failing right now. And my friends were like, Rob, are you okay? And I was like, no, I'm not okay right now. And they, like, hugged me and make sure I was feeling better. I was like, oh, that's nice. Um... <laughs> but like there's so many things i was anxious for like getting yeah, my first job i was anxious and i didn't perform the best i could have if i wasn't and it's like what kind of ways can you find to like act in spite of that because we all know that we don't want to feel anxious and that we know we, we we can do something in our anxious moments that'll make it so much better but then there comes our anxious mind again peeking out of its hole and be like hey don't do that or else you're gonna mess up terribly And it's like that gets you so upset sometimes right Cause it's like man, yeah i want to feel this way and it's like i shouldn't be feeling this way. like i don't deserve to feel this way and it's like mm. ugh, so much stuff
0: yeah um to keep it brief um for me personally my anci- my anxiety and the and my anxious feelings they help they help they used to help me more when i was younger i guess I guess because I don't know why I don't know why that is but anyways they used to be so helpful as a kid like I was like my anxiety got me to do my work my anxiety got me to think about um topics my anxiety got me to like go in depth into topics you know but now it's kind of like my anxiety is kind of like dang bro it makes me overanalyze everything it makes me overthink things that are simple that should be direct that shouldn't take me so long but I'm like what if so but if but 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 and i'm tired of hearing the word but because of that it's like but 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 and i'm like okay so that's what um that's how it's been mainly in my life i like yeah
2: i think it might be just because like i i relate with that statement about how anxiety younger is something that was very helpful like i remember in sixth grade or i think it was like fifth grade i had like four projects to do but I was like, oh but it was like stressful, but it didn't feel impossible. Now, like if exactly. I had four projects, it'd feel impossible. And I think it's because everything is just, well, harder because we're older now. And also uh-huh. we try to do things in the way that makes it so that we don't have, I guess, as much work or so it things are reasonable. Yeah. So when we yeah. have, when you hear the sentence four projects, it ma- it sounds very unreasonable and then our brains are like yeah this isn't worth it and then we go yeah. against it, and that's where we get the whole anxiety and stress and pain <laughs> yeah so. i feel
0: like i feel like it's because we have i feel like it's because we have more things to do now that we're older i guess
2: yeah adulting yeah. basically but now
0: we're adults and we have to think about oh i need money for my rent oh, I need to go to a store to get this. Oh, I have to cook dinner. Oh, I have to clean the house. Oh, I have to I have to go do the laundry. You know, all these things. And so now it's kind of like, dang, I have to do that. And I have to do four projects. Yeah. Do I really exactly. have to? Yeah, it's kind of like that. I feel like that might be it, but I don't know. But still, it's just like, I, I hope that like, I don't know. I don't know. I hope my anxiety chills out and figures out it's life, I guess.
1: Yeah. No, as someone who rents their own apartment, it's definitely part of that, where it's like, that's why I submitted my FAFSA so late this year, because I was like,
2: I need oh, to cook, shit.
1: clean, pay rent, I need to get groceries now. Like, before, I was just eating at Subway and, like, go to every single day. I was like, I'm chilling, man. Like, I don't have to do anything. I was like, <laughs> yeah. do work and go to the gym. And then, like, and I wasn't even going to the gym that much, honestly. And then now I mm-hmm. like, I gotta do, go to the gym and do all this other stuff that I didn't even think about doing before. So it's just, mm-hmm. like, there's so much stuff and it's so limiting. Like, cooking takes... Forever, it does, it's just like,
0: it does for no reason. or the
1: other figure, right? So it's
0: like, mm hmm. Shout out, shout out to my mama! Shout out to my mama for making my meals because I don't understand how you did all of that, how you worked all them shits, and you made me a warm dinner at night. You a real one, <laughs> exactly. uh, bro. I miss that aspect of like being younger, I guess. But I mean, being yeah. an adult is fun too. Yeah. Okay. So having said that, though, um, brief reminder, I think I think that's it. So yeah. brief reminders before we close. Um, next show will be at 9am instead of at 8 like a usual. We're going later. Um, and please send in music, send in questions, send in comments, send us reviews, criticisms on this show, um, f- on this show, and the whole setup and what you feel we can do better um the link tree is in our discord under um links so check that out and that's it
2: our uh, link thank tree you. is also in the chat as well just to okay button, uh, yeah okay yep
0: So yeah thank you and i hope everyone has a wonderful rest of the week
2: thank you everyone do as good well. things
0: go gators
2: take care